Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of D-Cub Deep Dive, where we got two special guests, a skier and a snowboarder, talking about Johnny Tsunami and how realistic it is. Spoiler alert, it's the most realistic movie you've ever seen in your life. There's a few audio issues too, but uh, I fixed most of them. Anyway, have fun, you guys. I love you all. Okay, so after watching um, Johnny Tsunami, we realized we really don't know that much about skiing or snowboarding or anything. So we decided to have our very first ever interview and I called up my Uncle Fred. So he is here today and um, we're just gonna ask him some questions because he is a skier. So we're really excited to have Uncle Fred on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> we have we have thousands of people not listening, so <laughs> Um, we just wanted to start off uh, by asking you, um, how long have you been skiing, and like, how old were you when you learned? And yeah, so that's our question. All right, so I'm a somewhat unusual skier in that because I grew up in the tropics, I did not start until much later in life. Okay. So I was probably 36, 37 years old when I learned to ski. Okay. Cool. Um, which is which is unusual. I think most people learn as kids and then, you know, just kind of grow up skiing. I was old enough that, uh, you know, I was a little bit more fragile by the time I learned um, and had to be a little more cautious in my, uh, my skiing development. But uh, it, it got me hooked pretty fast. Uh, basically, the first time I was out skiing, I knew that I wanted to, you know, make it a hobby. So I stuck with it and uh, I get out probably two to three times a year. Oh, wow. Cool. Right on. Well, that even relates to our character because, well, he was still a kid, but he had surfed first in the tropics. He did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you started in your thirties. Did you ever water ski before that since you grew up in the tropics? Um, I had tried water skiing once. Um, and that was actually back here in the U S uh, when we were on furlough one time. Um, wasn't real good at it and, you know, didn't get enough tries to really get good at it. Um, there wasn't much water skiing in, in Kenya where I grew up, um, basically because most of the fresh water where you could water ski had, um, disease issues that you wouldn't want to risk, or they also had crocodiles and hippos <laughs> and other various dangers. So yeah, water skiing wasn't a real big sport in Kenya. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have a very unique uh, growing up, which... <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I had totally forgotten you grew up in Kenya. So. <laughs> so so you mentioned a little bit that you had to be more delicate uh, when you were older, but um, what's it like to learn how to ski? Like, how do you, how do you go about learning? Um, it, it can be very frustrating. Um, you know, different people pick it up at different speeds. Um, the sort of the standard way they teach you to ski is you, you do what's called pizza and French fries. So I've pizza seen is, movies. yeah, you, uh, you, you know, you put your skis together in the front and you make it like a snow plow and that's what slows you down. And then French fries, you make your skis parallel and you go faster. Oh. Um, and a lot of people will ski like that for a while and then, you know, gradually make the transition to what's called parallel turning. Um, I was, I guess, one of those fortunate people that parallel turning just, I caught on the first day. I mean, it was just oh, something wow. that came naturally to me. Um, 
and I just loved that feeling. So it, you know, it didn't take me all that long to start parallel turning and trying some more difficult slopes. Um, where I, when I said I was a little more cautious, um, what I like to do is ski groomed trails and I like to ski fast. I don't like to jump. Okay. And a lot of people that, you know, kind of grow up with it, they're not afraid to go off jumps and stuff like that. I'm not much of a jumper, um, a, mainly what, because. Sorry, I was just going to yeah, ask what a groomed trail was. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Sorry. A groomed trail means uh, they have these big machines called groomers that basically are somewhat, look a little bit like a combine, except instead of chewing up wheat or corn on the front, they chew up the snow and then spit it out the back in very nicely corduroyed uh, patterns. So it's very smooth, uh, very tight. You know, it's, it's a really nice uh, surface to ski on. Okay. So they do that on, on most, um, most resorts will do that with the majority of their trails every night. So almost like a Zamboni for ice skating or something. Uh, Yeah. It's very similar to what a Zamboni does where it just gives you that nice regular surface. Um, and that surface will start getting chewed up by about lunchtime the next day. <laughs> and by the end of the day, then, you know, it's, it's usually pretty rough again. And you're, you're having to go over a lot of bumps and um, what are called moguls that kind of form naturally. Huh. So the so, morning's the ideal time. That's when you want to get out there. Oh yeah. If you want to go fast, first thing in the morning is perfect. You can <laughs> just cruise, you know, you don't have to slow down at all. Just let out the stops and uh, see how fast you can go. And okay, this is another question that we thought we remembered from like watching Olympics, but um, skiing is faster than snowboarding, right? Yes. Like um, significantly, right? I would think so. I don't know what the top speed on a snowboard is, but I know that you never see snowboarders racing on a straight, like a what's called a downhill, <laughs> which is the fastest ski event. Right. Uh, that's the one that like Lindsey Vaughn or uh, Bodie right. Miller you know, what they were really good at. Uh, they, they typically hit around 80 miles an hour on those. Wow. Um, there's no way a snowboard, can, a snowboard can get anywhere close to that. There's just too much friction on the bottom. Um, too much surface area is what it boils down to. It's to ski fast. You have to have just the right amount of surface area, which can't be too small or too big. Um, as you get too small, then your weight starts to push down too hard on the snow as it gets too big, then there's just too much friction on the surface area. So it's a, it's a balancing act. Yeah. A similar principle applies in a wakeboarding. So you have to like pull a lot faster. If somebody's wakeboarding, like the, the boat has to be going faster. Same reason. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, at, in the, in the movie, at the very end of the movie, they have this competition where they have a race between a snowboarder and a skier and the snowboarder like a hundred percent wins and we were both like i don't think this is possible yeah like <laughs> it, this it, is it, like dumb yeah if, if it's if it's a downhill type event um that would never happen it um, was because yeah and, and downhill you know it's it's all about that just the perfect lines and and skis are just tailor-made for that now you are st- starting to see some some events in the Olympics that are, I think are really interesting where the races are more about going around turns and uh, dealing with bumps and jumps and that kind of stuff. Oh. And that's where it becomes a little more even because then it's not just about pure speed. It's about how you handle the terrain. Uh, the, the particular events are called ski cross and snow cross. Huh. I don't know if you watch them at all in the Olympics. Never heard of it. To watch. A lot of fun. 
because it's like a, it's kind of like an obstacle. It's a downhill obstacle course is what it is. Um, and it's just got a lot of uh, it, they only ever race four people at a time. And there's a lot of elbowing and you know positioning oh. and stuff like that. So that's an area where I think the two are pretty comparable. It's kind of like the crossover point between skiing and snowboarding. Okay. Well, that kind of brings us to our next like question is, is there etiquette to skiing and is it different from snowboarding? And like, besides what you've already mentioned, what are some of the differences? Uh, the basic etiquette is supposed to be the same for everybody. Um, right. there's, there's certain rules of the hill that everybody is supposed to follow. And this is where things start to get a little controversial. And I'll get <laughs> into that in a minute. Mm. Um, the, the basic etiquette is um, always ski or snowboard under control. That's rule number one. Never be out of control because that's when you're dangerous. You're going to hurt somebody. Um, one of the other rules is the downhill, downhill person always has the right of way. So it's always up to the person behind to pass safely or don't pass. That um, makes sense. Yeah, because it, it, the downhill person can't see you, but you can see them. It's, so it's kind of like uh, if, car accidents. You know, if you hit somebody in the rear, it's always your fault. Yeah. It, it's just 100% of the time going to be your fault unless you, you know, the person just like pulled right out in front of you at, at high speed or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so in almost all cases, it's the person behind is at fault if there's a collision. Um, and that's why I said things get interesting. Um, just recently I was on a ski trip out in Utah and, uh, was on the last run of the day and it would have been the last run of the day, regardless what happened was probably less than 60 seconds from the end. And I hear somebody yell, watch out. And less than a second later, I just got clobbered oh. by an out of control snowboarder who, you know, hit me with, without me having any time to react or even try to turn around and see what was going on. Next thing I knew, I was on the ground. And that's one of those areas where, you know, he was clearly in the wrong. He was skiing out. He was snowboarding out of control, too fast for his ability. Um, evidently, somebody fell ahead of him and he swerved and then, you know, lost control and went into me. Uh, yeah. But that's an area where he violated two rules. Number one, he was not, not in control of his own speed. And number two, he didn't give me the right of way when I was ahead of him. So... This is where you run into issues where, you know, people who maybe are newer to the sport um, and may not be aware of the etiquette, you know, don't always follow the rules. So do you feel, I know, of course you were hit by someone who was like out of control and didn't, I don't know, wasn't following the etiquette, but do you feel like in general, you don't like snowboarders or... Like, it, do they throw you off when you're skiing? Or, I don't know, what do you think about snowboarders? In general, it, it, it's one of those weird things where it depends, is the, I guess is the best answer. A good snowboarder, I have no problem with at all, because a good snowboarder will snowboard a lot the same way as you ski, which is to say you make S-turns. Mm. You ride the edges of your skis, you ride the edges of your snowboard, and you make these nice, pretty S-turns. Um, the beginners are, are the ones that I usually have more issues with. Um, and for a couple of reasons, um, beginner snowboarders, they don't understand how to ride the edges of their board. And so what they do is they tend to snowplow down the hill. Now I talked about how you snowplow with skis that doesn't really damage the slope much because, mm -hmm. you know, the skis just aren't, aren't going to grind that much snow off when you're in a, in a pizza formation, as I called it. 
when you turn a snowboard sideways and you go scraping down the hill like that, you absolutely mess up the slope. Um, if there's ice underneath, all you're doing is scraping off the good snow so that the ice is exposed and it messes it up for everybody else. So that's one of my beefs with beginner snowboarders mm. is they tend to scrape the snow off the slope. The other thing beginners tend to do a lot is they, they just don't understand the etiquette and they will sit down right at the top of the slope and put their snowboards back on. Because what happens is when you go with a snowboard, when you go up on the lift, you have to take one of your bindings off. That's just, that's how it's done. You can't oh. be completely bound into the board. You can only have one foot in. So when they get to the top of the, the slope, then they have to bind in the other foot. Well, they, they tend to do this in a line at the top and you end up having like this gauntlet of snowboarders blocking the trail <laughs> that you kind of have to thread your way through before you can get to the trail. And of course, skiers don't have this issue because we're always in our bindings all the time. Mm. We can just get off the slope and immediately go down. So those are kind of a couple things that I think skiboarders always complain about snowboarders who are beginners because of these things. Now, again, this, this is all a beginner thing. As, as snowboarders get older and learn the etiquette, I think they tend to behave much more, you know, appropriately. Right. Um, but the other problem you have is snowboarding tends to appeal more to the younger generation. Mm. So you get, you know, younger kids that don't really care as much about etiquette, <laughs> haven't really, uh, you know, they don't care to be polite at that point in their lives. Um, and this comes with age, I think. You know, the older snowboarders, I have no problem with as, yeah. as they learn to follow the rules of the hill. Makes sense. Because at 18, you can just hit the ground and like probably get back up the next day and you don't feel it. But, you know, once you pass 30, any injuries like a weekend, you know, at least. Yeah, exactly. At exactly. least. And so, so we're all like, oh. So as the cost gets higher, I think, you know, people get more cautious and more courteous. And, yeah, it's so, it, yeah, I have a beef with snowboarders, but I'll, I'll clarify that it's with beginner snowboarders mostly. Yeah, not, I have, like, I have, not aware, you know. Yeah. Are there yeah, stereotypes? Just, they don't though? understand the etiquette. Pardon? Are there stereotypes though? Like, oh man, oh, the snowboarders. They're they're the ones who are like going out partying at night. <laughs> yeah, what's the stereotype? Uh, I, yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, I think there's definitely a, a stereotype that, you know, they, they tend to be the younger kids that care more about getting big air and less about etiquette and sharing the hill and, you know, being courteous. But again, I think that's mostly driven by the younger, more beginners um, who, who haven't been doing it for very long yet. Do you see that in younger skiers? Um, not so much. And I don't know why that is. Um, and, huh. and that may be changing um, because, you know, skiing is changing, too, because originally skiing was all a, a downhill and a, a slalom type event where you're going around flags. But now more and more with the Olympics, um, uh, showcasing more and more of the freestyle skiing. I think you're getting a lot of skiers now that are starting to have a lot of the same attitudes as the, as the snowboarders and that, you know, they care about the big air and, you know, they're younger kids. Uh, they, they like doing the tricks. They like the, the half pipe kind of stuff. Um, so it, it's, it's almost, I, I think long-term you're going to see more of a split between the classic style skiers and snowboarders and the freestyle skiers and snowboarders i think that's where the division is is sort of headed in the longer term this is a weird question but um is it like oh man skiing's for rich people snowboarding's for poor people <laughs> uh not really because I mean, the costs are not that much different um, i didn't think so it's, it's an expensive hobby I, i'll be honest with you um, right 
you know, I, I've put together my, my gear over the years and I probably have paid as little as you can pay to get decent equipment. And I still have, you know, hundreds of dollars invested in it. Now, you know, to me that pays off because I'm not renting every time I go skiing, which saves me, you know, 50, 60, 70 bucks, depending where I'm going per day, but it's still a big upfront cost. And then, you know, to, to ski a good mountain in the East, uh, runs you 90 to a hundred a day. Wow. Um, to ski a a good mountain, like in Utah is almost twice that Uh, Utah is just really expensive. And I assume that Colorado is pretty pricey too. Now, if you're, if you're a local, it's, it's probably a little cheaper. I understand that you can get like in Colorado, they have like a, a pass that's good only for people that are, um, that live in Colorado and it's significantly cheaper. Oh, it's like Disney world. But, if you live in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but of course that doesn't help me. So. Right. <laughs> so do you there's, notice- there's no big mountains in Delaware. So I'm always out of state. <laughs> True. I mean, we're in Kansas, so there's no mountains. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> do you notice a difference like in how people act at the different locations? Because the movie we watched, um, it's talking about East coast skiing and, He's from Hawaii, and so, like, all the preppy kids are doing skiing, and all the public school kids are doing snowboarding. Um, so I was just wondering, like, can you tell a difference between East Coast and Utah and um, Colorado? Well, I, I have not been to Colorado, so oh, okay. Utah was my first trip out west, but I can tell you that there is um, probably more of a difference between, like, California skiing and maybe the rest of the country. Okay. Huh. Um, you know, California, I think, tends to, because they're close to the ocean and the, the slopes, you get a lot more people that both surf and ski, which is not really an option for the rest and of us. Ski? Um, not snowboard? Or, or, or either one. Oh, either okay. One. Okay. <laughs> either one. My, my point being, you can actually drive, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, you can drive to both. Um, if, if you go up to like Vermont, um, you know, kids either learn to ski or snowboard at a very young age mm. and they grow up with it. Um, it's not really considered a snobby thing because they grew up with it. You know, it's again, they, they uh, typically have season passes, so they're not paying as much per time out. They typically bought their gear or it was given to them as a gift. And so, you know, they're they're not spending as much as you would think because they can keep the cost down by being local. Yeah, so I skiing think... is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Skiing is. is... (laughs) (laughs) All right, Fred. Yeah, skiing is an expensive hobby if you're, you know, traveling around and trying different slopes. If you're just doing your local mountain, it's it's not that unreasonable. So you're telling me the plot of this Disney Channel, a triple billion dollar Hollywood movie (laughs) was not at all accurate to real life. Yeah, it sounds a little uh, concocted to me. <laughs> wow. I, I'm i just, I can't believe We're it. Outraged. This <laughs> movie that I've watched since 1999. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, have to watch it. I, I can't judge because I have not seen it. You would probably hate it because there's so many things that you would probably find wrong with it. Although the actual sport shots, those are pretty cool. Yeah, the director was a skier a snowboarder and a surfer and those sports are all included so he he knew what he was doing on that and you're like oh cool that's that's kind of interesting yeah yeah but the movie i mean it's a kid's movie from 1999 for the disney channel yeah but so it's and you get to see surfing too which of course we don't know we don't know any surfers so never yeah (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that's one I've never tried, and uh, I'd, I'd love to try sometime. But. Yeah, same. So I, in the movie, at the very end, um, they, right, they're separated. Like, the skiers are on one part of the mountain, and the snowboarders are on the other part of the mountain. And they race to determine if they should be together or not. So I want your your hot take on should skiers and snowboarders be separated on the mountain or should they just all be peacefully together in the same <laughs> spot? <laughs> I, I am going to try not to be an elitist and say I'm happy to try to get along with snowboarders. Oh, I just great. I wish there would be a little more upfront effort to try to train beginner snowboarders in the etiquette. Uh, because once again, I have no problem with a snowboarder that knows what they're doing and making nice S turns down the mountain. Have at it, you know. I'm happy to share the slope with you. <laughs> well, but if if you're if you're sitting at the top blocking it and you're scraping all the snow off the ice, which which again is more of a problem in the east because we tend to get more ice in the east, um, oh. which a, a lot of people don't like. I actually don't mind because icier slopes are faster. Mm, so you, oh. you can generate some wicked speed if it's a if it's, the slope is a little bit icy so it's uh in matter of fact a lot of the olympic skiers actually prefer the eastern style snow because they get better times makes sense yeah that's interesting i never would break more records that. yeah well carly um my friend who we're going to interview about snowboarding we haven't interviewed her yet but she actually mentioned she's like i don't know why the skiers are always stopping or or why they're always doing this or that. And so I think, I think maybe the patterns are just enough different or like <laughs> it might be the same issue. <laughs> yeah. And th there's some common stuff like, you know, typically before, if you're going down a slope and there's like a real steep drop, you'll always get people kind of congregate right at the top before the steep drop because they just want to kind of look at it and say, you know, what have I gotten myself into? What, what line am I going to take going down through? So that kind of thing you kind of expect. Um, but the, the etiquette is you should do that to the side of the slope, not dead in the middle. Mm. You know, oh. leave, leave the middle clear for, uh, for people who want to sail right down. Um, so, you know, that's, that's one of those things where I think both snowboarders and skiers tend to, to mess up. Sometimes they'll just stop at the top and it's like, you know, move her to the side. will you? <laughs> Makes sense. Let, let us through. Yeah, the one time I went snow skiing eight years ago, I got to the top of the tallest slope. This is not a big slope by any stretch. <laughs> yeah, I get to the top and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. And, you know, I went down. I had no idea how to slow down. And I'd been practicing all day. But at that level, I was like, as soon as I got down, I was like, yeah, this is beyond me. And I probably scared everyone around me. And I felt horrible. <laughs> But I, I worked yeah. my way up to it. I did. I like practiced all day on the kitty slope and then the, you know, <laughs> whoops. Well, the, the, the hard thing is, you know, they, they start you on the green slopes, the, the bunny slopes, bunny hills, whatever they call them. But the problem with that is you can't really do a good parallel turn until you have some serious downhill to work with. Oh. Because the, the whole idea is you got to bite that edge of your ski has got to bite or the edge of your snowboard. And in order to bite well, you have to have some speed. So it's, it's one of those things where the way we teach people kind of is probably not the right way. I mean, oh. ideally what needs to happen is you need to take lessons so that somebody's going to take you on like a blue slope and say, you know, here's how you turn and here's enough downhill to actually be able to do the turn that you're, you're supposed to do. That's really so. interesting. In terms of momentum, that makes yeah a lot of sense. Absolutely. 
Yeah, because a, a pizza will stop you just great on a green. Well, yeah. a, a pizza on a blue or a black doesn't work. You, yeah, you're, you're gonna tumble. Gonna slow down enough. Yeah, you're you're in, you're in big trouble. You you got to be able to dig those edges of your skis or your snowboard in to to turn A and to slow down B when you want to. This is so all the, stuff the, I didn't know. I, I've been skiing one time or twice and I definitely, I was going really fast on this one and I like freaked out and was out of control like you hate. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I just was like, okay, I'm just going to fall on purpose. And you know, I was in middle school, so it was not a big deal. But then I was like, oh no, my ski is way up there. And some nice person yep. brought it to me. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. And snowboarders don't have that problem because when they go down, their snowboard stays with them. So right, they're hard um, strapped in. Yep. So snowboarding is is a little more friendly, I think, on beginners that way. And mm. of course, the other thing is uh, snowboarding, I think, is a little safer on your knees because your knees never really twist that much. They're locked together in that board. Um, skiing, it's pretty easy to blow a knee if you uh, if you aren't careful. I feel like. I mean, every few years a celebrity dies skiing. I've never heard of one dying snowboarding. It's it it can happen, but I, I will say the speeds are probably higher skiing, and that's the higher the speed, the more the danger. If you lose control and you go into a tree, I mean, I I always ski with a helmet, and you know most of the big mountains you go to, just about everybody these days is wearing helmets. I would say it's in excess of ninety five percent now. Yeah, I never mountains. saw anybody without a helmet when I went skiing. Yeah. I don't think I saw anybody the whole day. Nobody was wearing a helmet when I went skiing except like the kids. This was in 2014, yeah, give or take. Mine was a little younger, like, I mean, earlier, whatever. So. And I was in a different yeah, country, so. <laughs> well, and again, I think it depends on the size of the mountain because we have a local mountain that's about two hours away from us where I would say less than half the people wear helmets. Mm. Um, and Ooh. there's a lot of injuries there because, you know, it's a big enough mountain that people can get hurt, but they don't realize that it's dangerous. But you go up to Vermont where the really big mountains are. I mean, they're Vermont has mountains the same size as Colorado and Utah. They're 3000 plus foot vertical drop. Um, People are very well aware of the fact that you can die if you get out of control. So people wear helmets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't wear the cool beanie. We saw, we saw this. uh, Tell me if you've ever seen this beanie. Because wait, like you know, we're, it's not winter does not happen here. Beyond, oh man, it's really inconvenient how cold it is. That's it. <laughs> so we don't have heavy winter gear. But we saw this beanie in the movie that was apparently a thing in the '90s, and I looked up the brand, and it was like dreads coming off of the hat. Yes, and I, I have seen those. Awesome. Yes! <laughs> like we really want them. Yeah, you still see one occasionally. Oh my and the, gosh! They just flare out behind you at high speed. So. It's uh, amazing. it's pretty awesome looking. You need to get one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, well, but they're they're hard to wear with a helmet, so true. makes sense. True. Yeah, you got to commit to the helmet for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to add? Um, that's all our questions. But anything about skiing or snowboarding you just think is interesting, or? Well, it, I think this probably applies to both skiing and snowboarding. I'll just say the reason I love it so much. Uh, you know, the best analogy I can come up with is it's the closest a human being to, can get to flying without flying. You know, when you, when you drop off the, the edge of a really steep black or, you know, double diamond trail, and there's just that instance of that, that instant feeling of 
terror and exhilaration at the same time. It's like, what have I done? And then just that feeling of I'm flying and I'm in control. And it's, it's just, it's such a rush. So that's, that's what keeps me coming back is, is just that feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. The adrenaline is what gets me on a roller coaster. Like same thing, right? It's just like, oh, it's yeah. Yeah. You get to the top. It's like, what have I done? And you love it. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not in control, right? I'm just trusting some engineer at that point. True. And I bet there is. It's nice, like with skiing, like you're actually in nature too. It's not just, you know, the. Oh, it is. I mean, it's, it's just gorgeous. You know, you'd, sometimes you're you're sitting there in the lift going up through this winter wonderland with snow on all the trees, especially the evergreens, you know, because they just hold the snow. Yeah. And you're thinking, man, it just it couldn't be any prettier. Well, so. maybe we'll need to take up uh, skiing in our 30s now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've sold me. It sounds awesome. Highly recommend it. It is it is a blast. But just do it safely. Wear a helmet. Have you ever snowboarded or would you? Um, I have not. Um, I probably should just to uh, because I think it would be interesting to go. You know, I, I consider myself an expert skier. And I think it would be very interesting to have to step back into beginner mode again and learn everything over again. I mean, I know the basics of how you turn, but it's going to feel completely different on a snowboard. Yeah, that and muscle would, memory would, is not going to kick in. Right. Yeah, uh, there is none. So, yeah, I, I would look like an absolute idiot, you know, <laughs> falling over all the time. And um, that would probably be a good experience. I, I think it would be interesting. All right. Well, so, I, I may do that sometime. You yeah, should. Definitely. <laughs> you should, because in the movie, all the cool kids were snowboarders, like True. you said. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, letting us interview you. Yeah, thanks sure, for your no time, problem. Fred. Yeah, Always it, glad to uh, talk about my hobby. So, what <laughs> <laughs> right. one of my hobbies? So, oh, one of many, I'm, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. No okay. problem. All right. Have a nice good one. Talking with you guys. You too. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, we are back again, and this time we are with uh, Carly Zilke. Um, Carly is my college friend, and I was thinking about it. And we have now known each other for 11 years. Wow, that is so crazy. (laughs) Yeah, we met in 2011. So I was like, oh, man, we're just college friends. And then I was like, wait a second, we're like deep friends now. Yes, life friends. (laughs) Exactly. 11 years. It's pretty crazy. So um, we had Carly on because unlike Uncle Fred, she was a snowboarder. Um, Growing up, she grew up in Colorado. Um, So let's just start off. She also grew up watching some Disney Channel movies. So let's start off with your memories of Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, what do you remember? I am so pumped to be here (laughs) and to talk about Johnny Tsunami. This was my favorite Disney Channel (laughs) original movie. Like, no doubt. This was my favorite. And also my mom's. And so we loved Johnny Tsunami, and it was not fair because Disney Channel like plays their movies over and over. Johnny Tsunami was like almost never on. So I'm so sorry. It was a, it was a tough childhood. That's funny. So like, if Johnny Tsunami was on, it was a big deal. And so growing up in Colorado. Like, the way the TV schedule works, the movies started at 9 p.m. every night. Because of mountain time. Because it was mountain time. Yeah. And so, 
I usually only watch them on like Friday and Saturday night because you can't watch them on a school night. I remember like every week you'd get the TV guide in the in your newspaper and me and my mom would pull it out and look at it and see what decom movies were going to be on that week. And if it was Johnny Tsunami, no matter what day of the week, we got to like stay up late. So we would plan it out and be like, okay, Johnny Tsunami is on on Wednesday. So like Wednesday, I can stay up past bedtime (laughs) to watch Johnny Tsunami because it is the best decom that was ever made. That is so great. And my mom agrees. Yeah, I just love that your mom was so on board. She's like, it's worth it. We're staying up. Like, it doesn't matter. You can be tired tomorrow. But what about the 2005 sequel, Johnny? Kapahala back on board. Back on board. Also fantastic. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, the, the original is better, though. I hardly remember um, the sequel. The sequel, it's when he like moves to Hawaii and then goes to skate. Or no. He like dirt or boards. No, he, yeah, what is dirt? Like dirt boarding. I have never out. seen this. It's I like mountain boarding. Yeah, like okay. mountain boarding. Yeah. So he like moves again and then has to learn another okay, sport or okay. something. Yeah. I don't remember that one as clearly. Also either. fantastic, <laughs> but it pales in comparison to Johnny Tsunami, <laughs> as does every other movie. What about uh, Brink? Did you watch Brink? I was not like, I think Brink was like right before I kind of got into them. Okay. I mean, you were barely off then. Brink is yeah. one of like the year early before. ones. Yeah. It's, right. it's very early. I mean, so is Johnny Tsunami. It really is. They're, these are both a year apart. Yeah, 98, 99. Mm, so. Yeah. So, so that is so odd. And the whole story of like the newspaper thing, it's just like, uh, it just adds to the story. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we loved Johnny Tsunami as kids. But uh, yeah, I had a hard time remembering the movie. I remember when we, like as we watched it, I uh, couldn't remember that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think for the re- because of what you said, like they just kind of quit playing. They gave up on old Johnny Kapahala. Yeah, I was shocked. That's why I was shocked that they did the sequel because they yeah. hardly ever played the original. I remember thinking that, huh. actually. When they made the sequel, me and my mom were thrilled. We were so excited when we saw them start advertising that. If they made a threequel, what would he do? Ooh, what a good question. Yeah, since you've, you, you well, kind of a long time fan. Probably wakeboarding. Oh, <laughs> right? Or like waterboarding, skateboarding. Waterboarding? No. Water- <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrong word, wrong word. The, the torture technique. Wakeboarding. Yeah, wakeboarding. <laughs> No, isn't there one? Maybe I'm thinking of something different. It's just wakeboarding. It's just wakeboarding. Yeah, I think that's that's appropriate. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about ski or not skiing. For you, it's uh, snowboarding. I got to change all this. Um, So how long have you been snowboarding? And then how old were you when you first learned how? Because you grew up in Colorado, right? Yeah. Okay. Um... I probably started around like eight or nine. You can start skiing a little earlier, but you don't start snowboarding till you're a little older. Why? That's how you do it. Is it more technical? (laughs) I don't know, but that's when you do it. I don't know. That's interesting. But yeah, so you don't usually start till a little older. So that's probably like seven or eight when I started. So it's probably been like about 20 years I've been snowboarding for. Damn. So you're probably good. Maybe a little more over that. Can you ski though? I've never skied in oh my, my life. Goodness. You've never made an attempt. Never. I've never put skis Is on. Is it a purity thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, I know how to do this. And like, I have my own board. I have my boots. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to pay to rent something, to learn something that I could already know how to do. 
What's the best place to snowboard in Kansas where you live right now? There is not one that does not exist. <laughs> I'm curious, like maybe there was a place I didn't know. I don't know. But yeah, I grew up going, um, I had a season pass, so we'd go every weekend and snowboard, so every I've weekend. Clocked quite a few hours of practice. Wow. Yeah, what? so every weekend like during the how long is the season for? Um, well, I had nutcracker season through November. She's so. a ballet dancer. <laughs> I didn't start oh. until December, but December through March or April, every Saturday. Wow. That is, I don't know. To me, that's like so impressive because it's so out of my wheelhouse growing up in Kansas. Like I, it's just was so unavailable to me. And I think that's a part of the appeal for a lot of kids is they've never done it. But for you, the appeal was you had done it and yeah. you like loved it. So, right. And yeah. I think like it's awesome in Colorado in fifth grade, you can ski for free. So oh, really? Yeah. What? Huh. Mm -hmm. In, in just, just fifth grade? grade? Yeah. It's like a program to get kids to do it. Huh. Colorado, Colorado sounds like this paradise right now. <laughs> you know, in Alabama, the only thing free we got was like harassment from strangers. <laughs> Oh you my know? gosh. So that's that's what I got for free, especially in the public school system like. <laughs> so this might be a little hard to ask, like mm -hmm. no because you did it so young, but what's the process of learning how to snowboard uh, and do you remember it? Yeah. yeah, I remember I took lessons as a kid. I didn't love them because you had to wear this like weird bib thing. What? So you knew which group you were in and then you put your little like how you were doing sheet in it. And then at the end of the day, you'd like pull it out of your bib and your teacher would mark how you did. <laughs> wow. But... Dang. That's kind of brutal. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you can move up like to the next okay. le level for next time. So it's like karate belts, but bibs. Yeah. yeah I was thinking of I didn't, I didn't like, like lessons because I didn't want to wear a bib. That was embarrassing. <laughs> um, I'm not a baby. <laughs> but then you, yeah, you just start learning, like, the different things. Like, you either go on, like, the heel side of your board or the toe side of your board. Oh. And so you want to make sure that you're doing that, like, going back and forth. You want to make sure you know how to do turns, stops, different stuff like that. And so then... There's, like, obviously the different levels, like the green, the blue, the black. Right. So you then start going down harder ones and doing more difficult things. So, okay, when you said, like, push forward and back, like, when would you push forward and when would you push back? Because, like, I've never tried it. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> so it's not like pushing. You're just, like, leaning. So when you're on your okay. heel side, your heels are going to kind of be dug into the snow and your toes are going to be like up out of the snow huh. and then your switch in the toe side of your board digs down into the snow and you kind of go in like this s shape down the hill like you go heel side toe side oh, heel side I toe side it. i can like picture it now i also do it wrong sometimes and just go heel with one foot forward switch to the other heel <laughs> okay just but for that fun. is not how to do it no so. it's all good Heel toe, heel toe. So is the process of him learning how to like surf from surfing to snowboarding, did it look real to you? Yeah. Was it you relatable? Watching it like, this ain't real snowboarding. <laughs> no, he was good. Like the snowboarding was good in it. I remember being like, wow, he's so cool. He like does what I do. But I've also never surfed, so I don't really know the comparison. Sure. But it did always make me wonder like, would I be good at surfing? Like, could I be the yes. reverse Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I was surfing one time. I don't know if I talked about this you last did. time. Yeah. Uh, we should say it's been like months since we interviewed Uncle Fred. But for you, it's just a second in time. Anyway, so <laughs> I was surfing and um, it was like really hard to stand up. So like I, you're supposed to push yourself up like a push up. And so like it's that part is really hard. And I have been skiing two times. And both of the times, like, you can kind of do it, not well. So I would say that's one difference for me. Is surfing felt harder initially, and I don't know if that's just because I was so bad. But anyway. <laughs> can you skateboard? Are those two things related? No, not really. <laughs> what about longboarding? Because that was cool when we were all in college. But True. I think, like, on a snowboard, I felt more secure because your feet are, like, strapped in. Yeah. So you're not going to mm. fall off. Like, you could fall over, but you're not going to fall off your board. Right. Well, I suppose you're falling into snow. I don't know if that... I'm sure that can hurt, but... Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, is there, like, an etiquette to snowboarding? And is it any different from skiing? Um, I think there's kind of like a similar etiquette for all of it. Like when you're going down the mountain, if you fall, like other people will go around you. But then also like if you fall somewhere, especially when you're going on steeper stuff, if you fall like at the bottom of the hill, you want to move quickly so that like someone coming over, like who doesn't have a good view, like doesn't see you and run into you. Like you want to make sure you're in a spot that's if you're down, like stopped or fallen yeah and like especially on a snowboard if you're gonna purposefully stop mm-hmm. you usually have to sit down because mm. like on skis you can just stand there right but on a snowboard if you are stopping you have to sit down mm-hmm. so you just want to make sure that you're doing that somewhere where people can see you huh and you want to make sure you're not like cutting other people off well to me that's kind of what uncle fred kind of seemed like it seemed like oh for sure honestly just be kind of considerate and try not to stop in the middle of everything and look he said you know look for the people in front of you because they can't see you as easily so and know your skill level that was his other big thing yeah he's like if you don't know your skill level you'll hurt you and everybody else and like yeah i have a question did you ever see this specific beanie on the slopes yes you he's, did he's showing her a picture of the the dreadlock lee looking. thompson young's yeah. character's dreadlock beanie yes which is a real we looked up the brand i remember but like they don't make them anymore like that and i really want one <laughs> like really bad so you saw people with them did you think they were cool or yeah of course they're cool so when you saw it in the movie you're like oh i know this brand no, I didn't know the Brigham, but, like, it's kind like, of... People do some crazy things. It's, like, a whole different culture. Really? Tell us like, about it. I don't even... <laughs> no, just, like, the... I could even tell, like, sometimes, especially when I went to college, because I had grown up in Colorado mm-hmm. and then moved to Kansas, sometimes, especially in the winter, I have this, like, I just got off the slope style, mm-hmm. and it was, like, not the style in Kansas. <laughs> Because it looks like, in Colorado, like, you can pull it off. Like, it's not necessarily, like, a cute winter style. But, like, you're like, oh, you probably snowboard. Like, Uh, you got the gear. The, like, like, beanie with the, like, messy hair, kind of, because your hair's not going to stay great when you're in the snow all day. 
and then like the oversized coat and like I don't know it's just kind of the style and so I felt really weird when I moved to Kansas and I was like wow this like did I go snowboarding today or not style is like (laughs) not gonna cut it here that's so interesting because like I never even thought about you looking out of place but you probably noticed it more since you were the outsider coming to Kansas than I I was just like, oh, she has a big coat. Who cares? You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always, but there's sometimes where I get dressed and I'm like, yep, I look like I belong in Colorado today. <laughs> That's yeah. Do you notice, like, the people that go skiing or snowboarding that aren't from Colorado? Like, can you tell? Um, You can tell the people who, I don't know. Who are new to the sport, I'm it's, sure. Yeah, but, like, a lot of times, like, when... Or, I don't know. This is such a hard question. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> um, I don't know as much that, but you can tell the people who, like, don't go as often. Because when I would go with friends who, like, rarely go skiing, they would get there, like, when the lifts open, and then they would be there until the last lift closes. Uh, and, like, no, that one. makes a lot no, of sense. No, we, we uh, skateboarded, and, yeah, same thing. We had, like, a pass. Same thing, yeah. If you had a pass, you have just, a pass to skateboard, like a season pass, like you could go as much as you wanted for, for the skate park. Yeah, for the, like, like the all year. free here. No, this is like a nice one. Oh, okay, like, these are like okay. professional ones right. we went to. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing though. Yeah, the skate parks you're thinking of are like tiny. Yeah, that's true. These are not tiny. These are huge with all kinds of like giant ramps and. Yeah, when like, I yeah, when I was um hearing you talk about the style I liked was just reminded of when I went again I went in like middle school with like a church thing and I didn't own like any gear at all and so my mom got this like stuff you spray on your clothes to make it waterproof and I wore jeans I wore jeans the whole time with this spray stuff because I didn't have anything and now looking back I'm like I probably look like the biggest doofus on the whole slope. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. You don't want to buy clothes oh for gosh. one trip. Well, I know. Yeah. I mean, wow. I live in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, we would go up to the Carolinas to, because I'm from Alabama, to, to ski and stuff. And uh, the really the few times I we went, I was too young. So I would just tube down the little kitty hills or whatever. And then I that finally snow skied when I was like 21, 22. Nah, probably 22. And I grew up water skiing, obviously totally different. Um, it was awesome. I loved snow skiing so much. I wanted to snowboard, but I was like, I got to do one thing. And I knew how to balance myself on skis, so I thought maybe it would transfer. It barely does. Barely? Oh, so you say the water, it kind of worked for you. I mean, like balance-wise, yeah. And But most of your work on snow skis is not balanced. No. On it's water, not, it is. Yeah, on water, say. it's all balance. It's yeah. all about, like, getting up and staying up. Which, actually, yeah. this reminds... So, Uncle Fred, he has skied in Vermont and Utah. And I was wondering, have you skied anywhere else besides Colorado? Have gone, like, on a skiing trip? Nope, only Colorado. So, I've been to multiple resorts and places within Colorado, but all my skiing has been in Colorado. That's Sorry. so interesting because, like... He he was like, I've never been to Colorado. He's been multiple places. And I was just like, we don't have that overlap to compare. I'm like kind of curious about it. Like, where's is there is it different for all the places you go? Okay, here's the question. This is what we really want to know. This is what we really want to know. (laughs) 
What do you think about skiers? They're the worst. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we hate them. I hate them. Just kidding. Uh, I don't know why. If you're listening, we don't hate them. I don't hate them because you told me to. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> okay. Um. The worst of I think. Dirt. No. I think it's just like. <clears throat> I've thought about this a lot over the years and like wondered why there's kind of like a tension. And I think a lot of it is because it's just a very different, like the way you do it is different. And I think someone snowboarding, you know what you're doing. And so when you see other snowboarders, they're doing what you're doing. So you know what to expect. And if Mm -hmm. I see someone coming behind me or like to the side of me, snowboarding I know exactly what they're gonna do I know like which way they're gonna cut at least like basically but I've never skied and the pattern is different so I just don't always know what they're gonna do and I think it goes both ways Mm -hmm. and so I think that's one of it one part of it but the biggest issue with skiers is that (laughs) like on a snowboard your feet are on one board and you don't have poles so yeah. like you have to go and if you're like if you stop you need to be on a hill because if you want to get going again you have to have like some gravity to take you there like yeah. because if oh, you're about if you're on flat ground on a snowboard you're stuck you're just standing there mm. and so if you're on a flat part on a snowboard you have to do what's called skate and that's where you take one foot out and you leave one foot in and then you just have to push. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like, like skateboard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to like skate to get going. And so some runs will have like a downhill part and then there will be a flat part and then another downhill part. And so on a snowboard, you have to go really fast mm. and then like just hope you have enough speed to make it through the huh. flat part till it g- drops again. And so if you run out of speed or you fall, then you are going to have to either skate or take your board off and walk for a while. Hmm. And that is the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to take a while. Yeah. And so on the other side of that, skiers have two feet so they can shuffle. They also have poles so they can push themselves. Mm. And so skiers, like there's cross-country skiing where you just go on flat parts. Uh It is... So, like a skier on a flat part, no problem. And so a lot of times we'll go down and then we'll be on the flat part and we're like, hey, gotta go, gotta go, like, gotta keep my speed up. And then the skier just comes lollygagging down (laughs) the walkway and they'll just like stop right in front of you. And then you have to like do something to get around them and it takes all your speed. And so that's like the biggest issue is they just get in your way. Uh, and so you just don't realize, like, they don't realize that they're going to be in your way and mess you up and what that will do to you. Because mm. it's completely different. Like, Busted. if you stop in front of them, they'll just go around you and keep going. If they stop in front of you, you're screwed. Huh. That's interesting because Uncle Fred's complaint, I mean, it's kind of unfair that you get to go second, but it's it's okay. Um, his I main thing, yeah, his main thing was like, the snowboarders keep stopping and they just sit down. <laughs> that is because when you are, we do stop like when going down the hill. But if you're on a hill, 
and you're you can't just like stop and stand there uh-huh. on a, a piece of wood like <laughs> on just one thing with both your feet strapped in so you either have to just go down all at once or stop and sit down yeah that makes but sense normally you want to like try and get to the side or somewhere out of the way like i talked about earlier to make sure that you're not bothering someone else when right. you sit down Right. And you as an experienced snowboarder would know to do that. And, you know, the dummies like me that don't even know what they're doing at all, they're the ones that are the problems. <laughs> uh, this is what fascinates me. Fred had never tried snowboarding despite doing it for like 25 years. Yes. You have never skied. Why? Do people just like do one? And they're like, man, the other one, I ain't doing it. Because when I would water ski, I would just try it all. We had a, like a knee board and a wakeboard. I would just jump in and do whatever we had i think like it's harder because you don't like you have to have the exact equipment you can't just like all switch off so there does come like a price and like if you have equipment why do you want to use another kind or like get more um unless you're super rich maybe (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) um but i think also there is a lot more like skill like i take lessons for years yeah so to learn how to ski i'd have to start over where I was already, I was pretty young going down like double black diamonds. So like, why start over? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you feel like there is kind of a different culture between skiers and snowboarders? Yeah. Who's cooler? Oh, 100% snowboarder. And who's more uppity? 100% skier. So the movie was accurate. Yeah, I think that's a pretty portrayal why i would say why snowboarding is cooler yeah (laughs) but but, why skiing is like faster you can turn sharper uh like i feel like you have more options just by the design of the thing not that snowboarding doesn't look awesome because it does you can do more tricks on a snowboard right i would imagine can you do any tricks Sorry, that was a tangent. Tell us about <laughs> tell us about like the different like what you see in real life of the differences in the two, I guess. In the two. It's really just I don't know. Like you can still do tricks and cool stuff on both. Yeah. I don't. I was a little I was pretty cautious. I was more yeah. about going down the hill faster than like trying to do cool things while going down the hill. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> But I think, I know, like, my dad, he had always skied, but then he was having really bad knee problems, and so Mm. he switched to snowboarding, and then snowboarded for, like, my whole life, because it was easier on your knees. Makes sense. There is stuff like that that people switch, but I think part of it is just, like, kind of the outfits, like... (laughs) What? It's the same outfit. (laughs) No, it's it's to keep you away from the this snow and This is such warm. a girl response that I love. Well, maybe it's not, but yeah, I love it. Guys, I love it. <laughs> skiers, like, in the Olympics, they wear, like, their speed suits and all the snowboarders oh. are in this, like, baggy clothes. And there are ones that wear, like, especially, like, when you're skiing here. But, like, this, the ski ones, even if they're, like, snow pants and a jacket, tend to be, like, a little tighter, more, like, fitted and like more, more like styled or is it less drag because if it's not as baggy and you're going well, you want to go the fast reason. but how does Maybe. it look but it's not even like not the speed suits just like the snow pants and the snow yeah. jacket like huh. they're a lot more like the skier ones are like just a little more like 
nice looking or, or not nice but like i don't even know how to explain it more polished. country club posh yeah more, yeah more polished i'm just using adjectives from the movie and, <laughs> and the snowboarders are a little baggier like a lot more funkier patterns and like fun stuff yeah like so, the the dreadlock hat that so, you yeah, have like that is a total snowboarder thing like no i've never seen a skier wear anything like that like no skier wow wear that but that would be like a snowboarder thing what a loser skier that wouldn't wear that <laughs> if i were a skier i would wear it okay jake <laughs> don't don't tell me what cool hats i can't wear it's a cool hat <laughs> I want to wear that hat without skis. So you think it's mostly the the clothes, not as much the attitude? I think there is just a different culture, uh-huh. like, about it. Like, I think snowboarding is just a little more, like, laid back and fun. Well, I don't know. Is Maybe it more rock and right roll? Way. But it's a little more, like, laid back and, like, crazy. And, like, skiing is a little more, like, straight lines. Huh. I, don't, I don't know. That's probably terrible. No, I think that's a good explanation. I mean, you're from Colorado, not us. It it like reaffirms what the movie says. So I think yeah. Yeah, Fred didn't really see a distinction actually. But I he also learned um, as an adult, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if he was in the culture young enough. And he he's never. And he's a dude. Well, true, and he's never, yeah. like, lived in a place where he can go all the time. Like, mm-hmm. he goes very frequently, but right. not, like, every day, like, you might. It's all vacations for him. He has mm-hmm. to go away. I mean, yeah. not that far, but. Yeah. So, for that, it would probably be easier to act, ask someone, like, our own age or even, like, younger and huh. just see what they think. Someone who, like, was able to go all the time. But... Yeah, and they also say, this is kind of off topic, you can edit this to a different part if you want. Um, <laughs> okay. But they also say that skiing is easier to learn, but harder to master. Hmm. And snowboarding is harder to learn, but easier to master. Hmm. Do you think that's true? Well, I've never skied, so I don't know. <laughs> but based on, I don't know, say you started snowboarding, your buddy started skiing. I think snowboarding, you start on your butt a lot more than you huh. would skiing. Mm-hmm. Like falling down a lot more. Well, I remember... I fell a lot on my one day of skiing. Yeah. So. I was someone, like, learning, and I, like, was in middle school, so I remember it pretty well. I do remember, like, some of my friends learned, tried to learn. It was, like, one day we got to go, and they tried to learn snowboarding, and I was way more successful in the amount yeah. of time. If you have one day, they say that skiing's a better option. Mm-hmm. Like, snowboarding, you want at least, like, two or three to kind of get started. Yeah, and I want to say I... I was great or anything, but by like day two and we went back with my parents, it was a lot, it was much more fun. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. And so I think that also can kind of play into it on the hill. Like a newer snowboarder is going to have a harder time than a newer skier probably. Oh, Makes true. sense. So be more annoying to the skiers. <laughs> and, you know, they're just lower class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Obviously. Why, that's why we skiers don't like Keep them separate. No. Yeah, we think... just low class trash, really. <laughs> the movie was right. But I also think, like, it's been a huge thing over time that the difference between and kind of, like, that tension has gone down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I think, like... The style especially has, like, gotten closer. Huh. Like, there's not as much difference. 
and I think a lot of those tensions, like, there did used to be resorts that were, like, just ski resorts or just snowboarding resorts. Hmm. Like, and you could only do one because there was that tension. Really? Like, that part in the movie is real. Hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I thought it was just a joke. I don't know if there was real snowboard huh. resorts, but there were real ski ones that were just well, for skiers. Uncle Fred said he was going to one. Didn't he say there was one that was just skiing? Yeah, but he mm-hmm. said it was like all the slopes were really steep and dangerous or something. And yeah. I don't know. Like it was too dangerous for snowboard. I don't know. Well, I wonder. I don't, I don't know if this is anything to do with it, but skiing is like very old, mm-hmm. and snowboarding it's a very very old sport. Snowboarding is much newer. Yes, and I do think that kind of plays into it. Like it's a younger generation, mm-hmm. and so I mean, there's a lot of things that where you have something mm-hmm. older and a younger generation kind of making something new. There are going to be differences in that too. That was beautiful. What about <laughs> snow inline skating? What? You know, like the inline skate version of snow. What is that? I don't know. Uh, ice skating? <laughs> no, no, but on the snow, not on the oh ice. Oh my gosh, get out. I I'm don't just, know what you're talking I'm about. just trying to dream up an even younger and cooler generation. Oh, I see, oh. I see, I get it. <laughs> okay, here's the, I don't know, the crux. Is that how you say that word? Yeah, the crux. Should skiers and snowboarders be separated on the mountain, Carly? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they should just watch out for each other. Yeah, friendship. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think there's plenty of room for both. They should just make sure they're not being annoying. There you go. And then we can all live happily together. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about the movie or about snowboarding? Or I just want to say that if you have never seen Johnny Tsunami, you really need to because it is good. It is. Based on memory alone, because you said you haven't watched this in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but we... it was. <laughs> She's watched it as an adult. She told us that. Yeah, but it's it's been a while, right? Yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw it. But yeah, out my, of ten, what would you get? But my childhood. It? Yeah, and I'm sure you'll go home and watch it immediately, it. and I even stay up will. late. Yeah, I'll probably see if my mom wants to watch it. <laughs> mom, it's Wednesday night. It's nine o'clock. What do you say? Please do it. Please. It's a school night. <laughs> but um, um, out of ten, what do you think? And you can do however you want. You can be like 9, 9.5, 10.2 <laughs> out of 10. I think 9.5. Whoa! It's one of the best decoms. I mean, I don't think I ever loved a decom as much as Johnny Tsunami until High School Musical came out. <laughs> Just yes! for a point of comparison, what would you give High School Musical? Just a so people ten. kind of... Oh, oh! Uh, so High School Musical is higher for you. I Yes. Okay. I think Tsunami holds a special like spot in my heart, you know? It's like that. The high school nostalgia. musical can never take one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's awesome that sometimes to me as a Kansan, sometimes it seems like they just choose the most random, especially the sports stuff. It's like huh. to me it felt very random. But it's really nice to hear like yeah. for you it connected. Yes, exactly. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. And you know, all, all the Southern people are represented poorly with accents that don't sound like <laughs> us. And then we're all stupid or like folksy. Well, that's true. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. That part's accurate. It's all right. So, 
Well, great. It was it was really fun to have you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank for you coming. for your time, Thanks Carly. You me. were very insightful. So. And you are our first guest in studio as if this was a studio squeezing in with us so thanks for coming (laughs) if you ever need me back i love all decoms okay yeah if you just want to be a guest uh, you and your husband logan both (laughs) we could all do one together that'd be fun all right well thank you all for listening i hope uh we have clarified some things about skiing versus snowboarding yeah why don't we have you back for johnny kapahala back on board (laughs) since you like love this your yes. love for this is like the best thing ever. I love it. It really is. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye.